AKA Patters, welcome to episode 481 of AKA Pads Audio Audacity Podcast. As we are racing towards episode 500, leading into the 31 Days of Dread, October. That's where we do one horror movie a day for the entire month of October. It's like the six year running. But right here, we're doing Wolfgang Peterson. Wolfgang Peterson, he just passed away. And I just felt the the urge. And look, there's all this content dropping from stuff for me to do conversations and reviews on or analysis. And I just feel like it's disingenuous because we have to look at the career of Wolfgang Peterson because pound for pound, he might be uh, like he's he's just one of the greats. And he, it's not a might be, but I was debating on saying the greatest of the 90s. He potentially could be the greatest filmmaker that we had in the 90s. He, his consistency, his range, uh, everything. You know, it's there. This guy knows how to make a movie. And he's made movies high and low, different circumstances, different subject matters. Uh, there's uh, like a giant list of people he's worked with in Hollywood. But he doesn't have one of those filmographies that just it seems endless, like a uh, almost like a Steven Spielberg, Martin Scorsese, Woody Allen, you know, where it's just you look at their filmography, uh, it's and you get anxiety because you're like, where do I even start now? Spielberg, uh, a little bit different because I do believe there's like a stop gap. There's a uh, there's a, a stop within Spielberg. But what we have here, we have a movie called Shattered, 1991, Tom Berenger. The genre of this movie, it's neo noir, And you might be like, Pete, exactly what is that? Now, I have different criteria for neo noir uh, because essentially movies like Fight Club are classified as neo noir. Neo noir usually you're tracking like it's private detective, but you have to have a character tracking something down, and you kind of have to have a death, a death around the plot. Shattered is, I would say, by what I've seen so far, and Shattered is my bucket list movie for Wolfgang Peterson. I just watched it. I did a episode for this that I uh, didn't want to release because I just wasn't happy with it because I didn't feel like it, it was just good enough. So I watched it again. I kept watching it. And this movie's not perfect, but the relative plot is we open up with this car accident. Someone has amnesia. Tom Berenger has amnesia. His wife helps him get some of his memory back. And then along the way, he realizes that his... His everything's false, and him and Bob Hoskins, you know, from Who Framed Roger Rabbit, who is a wonky, wacky private de- de- detective, and and I say wonky because uh, he like uh, runs his business out of a pet shop, and it's just goofiness. But that's also a trope of neo noir, and the two of them uh, like unravel everything. And along the way, we have, and this is the neo-noir part of it. It's dreamy. It's astral. We have this, like, flashback of them making love and waves crashing. And then this flashback of his face shattering through glass in slow motion. Awesome shot. But then we see images of a boat and fog and, and like, you know, like an abandoned shipyard. 
it's so interesting visually. But then we get a little bit of like the Hollywood in it. And and by that I mean we're on the budget, we have to make a movie, what the hell are you doing type like position. Which is I'm pretty sure Wolfgang would have wanted to shoot this entire movie in the dark. And I'm interjecting myself. The, because the daytime stuff just doesn't quite click. It just doesn't quite click. And it takes you a little bit out of the movie from scene to scene. Now, the hook of this movie, it's insane. I read it right up on Wikipedia. It seems like any everyone that saw this movie for the first time, you're either in for the ending or you're out. But relatively, this guy that kept popping up around his wife around the time of this car accident, this guy is him and they were having an affair. And, And she turned the guy she was having the affair with into Tom Berenger and tried to trick him. It's a great hook. It's a neat. It's a fantastic neo noir hook. But it, it just doesn't quite land. And the scenes work. The imagery works. Uh, the high classiness works. Uh, Corbin Bernstein's in this. He's awesome. There's so much of this movie is there. Visually it's there. But the movie just doesn't have like a gel. And it doesn't have a glue. Now here's the amazing thing. Two years later. Wolfgang makes In the Line of Fire. Which is essentially one of the greatest assassination movies of all time. Maybe the greatest. And then he would go on for Outbreak, which we did. And then Air Force One. And then Perfect Storm, Troy, Poseidon. So this is almost like a transitional movie for Wolfgang. Uh, this is him fully entering into Hollywood. Because he's had he had success with NeverEnding Story and Enemy Mine. Very like small budget, big idea type movies. Again, showing range between Das Boot, Never Ending Story, and Enemy Mine. And you might be asking yourself, like, what what else do we have when it comes to the genre of film noir? Now, I'm just going to go through this list. It's an I am neo noir list. I'm just going to go through the list here. Seven, L.A. Confidential, Memento, Fight Club, Brick. Basic Instinct, which I consider to be the greatest neo-noir movie of all time. Sin City, Dark City. You know, Dark City falls right into that category. Fallen Angels. After Dark, My Sweet, Bad Influence. Bad Influence is awesome. Decryptors. Like, you guys get it? King of New York, Miami Blues. Miami Blues is another great one. See, they put Miller's Crossing here. Uh, Nikita, La Femme Nikita, Two Jakes, Wild, Wild at Heart, and then the Mars Scorsese entry too, which is Cape Fear. So every, uh, the neo-noir genre, it's a genre, uh, you know, like you can kind of also consider like uh, Black Rain, Ridley Scott's Black Rain, but also Blade Runner, both Blade Runner movies, because it is, again, it's dreamy and it's a detective story. But the, the crazy thing, though, is, you know, a lot of great filmmakers are drawn to neo-noir. I think producers are drawn to neo-noir because it's an easy formula and it's it's a format that allows. And, yeah, with the troops, bring in the troops. I love troops. 
keep in mind, my position with troops is that I believe that troops uh, along the way, if you watch enough movies, pre-educate the audience. It's a free prerequisite. And it does uh, create a shorthand of film language. So we do need tropes, and I'm all for tropes. But yeah, filmmakers are just drawn to neo-noir. Martin Scorsese with Cape Fear, very much neo-noir, very dreamlike too in in that movie. Uh, Dreamlike is, I believe, the the key word that separates it all. Memento for sure. here we go. We got shattered here. <laughs> Silence of the Lambs, maybe not. Bad Lieutenant, yes. Deep Cover, yes. You know, maybe, like Lethal Weapon, I would argue is not. Reservoir Dogs is not. Red Red Rock West, another good one. So, like, you guys, China Moon. So, you guys get the idea. It's not just modern-day crime. Uh, it's it's this bigger mosaic of of elements. But And I wish I could really fully recommend this movie, tell you that this is a, a, a hidden Wolfgang Peter, Peterson gem, but it's not this... Uh, yeah, like, and you hope for that. But in a way, like, when you've been watching and studying film for as long as I have, you hope that your bucket list movies pay off. And in a way, we saw that with the with the Will Smith-a-thon, where a lot of my bucket list Will Smith movies had far more um, surprises, and, and there was more fun than disappointment. This one, yeah, I mean, I say it's worthy checking it out as an entry for neo-noir. It's not not defining neo-noir. The troops are thick enough for you to identify. And a lot of times, and here's the important thing, when things are great, it's nearly impossible to analyze it. It is. But when things are just in the middle, they're perfect to analyze because they have good things and bad things. And it helps us understand what makes a good good and a bad bad. With that being said, everyone, Shattered, 1991, Tom Berenger, Wolfgang Peterson. It's not a full recommendation. It's a full recommendation if you're studying neo-noir and you want to buddy it with usual suspects or seven. But at the same time, we're marching along with Wolfgang. Uh, I'm not paying much attention to the Rings of Power to the House of Dragons, to any of that stuff, okay? We're, we're focusing on, on, on Wolfgang. Next episode will be Troy, 2004 Troy's, and then we're going to go to 2000 with The Perfect Storm. Now, I already, <laughs> I've already been watching Poseidon uh, this whole time, the 2006 Poseidon uh, disaster movie remake, by the way, a remake of Poseidon Adventure, and I'm, damn, I'm enjoying that movie too, so, <laughs> this is, this is madness, I keep wanting to pull out Wolfgang, and he keeps pulling me back in, now, I might pause after Poseidon, I might, I know I keep teasing this, but everyone, thanks for listening, uh, you yeah, know, leave me a review, leave me a, a something, a, like a thumbs up somewhere, uh, this podcast only grows with, with reviews and thumbs ups and retweets and, you know, advocates, so to speak. But hey, thanks for hanging out.